0: Welcome back and today's episode is part of the brand new series that I'm doing this week all about coaching calls. As you may have heard through the grapevine, any number of social media channels that I'm chatting on, I am developing and launching a brand new coaching series that I'm really really excited about where I'll be working with women one on one. I'm going to be creating business pods where three or four women will kind of be gathering together who have similar goals and there is so much power in and strength in collaborating and kind of getting coached as a group. And then I'm also going to be launching one thing that I'm really excited about and what I'm kind of preluding in this episode is team coaching. So Get your team together and get your questions together and get coached so that you can rock the next month or the next quarter or whatever it is that you want your team to start focusing on, whether it's sponsoring or VIP groups. In this call, we kind of touch on a bunch of those topics. This is a really lovely group of women who run a unique business, and I don't mean unique as in U-N-I-Q-U-E, I mean unique as that makeup and the mascara that you all know and love. So I was really excited when they wanted to do this call with me, even more excited that they were happy to have it recorded and so that you could tune in and get some of the tips and ideas that we chatted about. So sit back, relax, enjoy, send me any questions that you have, any ideas that come away from this episode because I would love to hear from you. Your ideas are what kind of catapult me to new podcast episodes, new things that I can offer you behind the scenes. It was honestly from chatting with a bunch of um, my fellow business owners that I knew that this coaching um, segment was not only the next step in my business, but something that a lot of people are looking for. So stay tuned. I will be launching that at the very end of this week. And if you want any more information, just send me a message Or check out my website at lauriervin.com, L-O-R-I-E-R-V-I-N.com. There are lots of details on there and more coming at you soon. But enjoy this episode. I would love to hear what you think behind the scenes or even if you want to shout it out on social media and really give some credit to the women on this call, especially the newbies that tuned in. It is such a good sign when you see new people that are off to the races quickly and you know that those are the ones that are going to take their business by storm. So, guys, I'm going to stop talking now and let you tune into this coaching call because it was one of my favorites. And okay, so I am live with some beautiful unique girls here and so excited to be doing this team call. We may have kind of a couple people pop on as we go through the call, but we're gonna keep this super informal here. We've got some questions and topics that we've been chatting about behind the scenes, but I'm really excited to kind of hash some of this stuff out for you guys. So thanks for like hopping on this call with me. Thanks for having us. Hey, anytime, anytime. Okay, so do you guys wanna start just talking about kind of VIP groups and how to be authentic in them and keep your ideas original?
1: Yeah, I find that it's hard within, um, like, our company. I feel like there's lots of great ideas and great things going around, but sometimes we find it – I find it very, like, um, everybody's doing sort of the same thing, and it's hard to be original and stay authentic, but also get, like, interest in your group.
0: Yeah, it can be really challenging, and I think we've kind of gone through this with my team, too, where you would see one post, and then – 15 people down the line, you would see the exact same post over and over and over again. And so we really try, and I'm not, I cannot say that we've eliminated this issue completely because sometimes, sometimes I look at it this way. Sometimes I think that's all some people can manage in the beginning. And for new people in the business, I'm always like, absolutely have at her, copy what I do until you've got the groove down but I always try to tell people, even if you're copying my images and my ideas, try to put your voice in there. Yeah. Because I find that I always feel like we're fighting these Facebook logarithms. We're fighting Facebook jail, which P.S. I've been in two times in the last like three months. Um, and we're fighting all of these like things with Facebook. And I think the way to fight them is just to be ourselves right? And be authentic and change up the kind of content that we're putting out there. It's the best way to stay out of jail. Also don't change your Facebook passwords because that will put you in 24 hour jail. That's what happened to me. But one of the things that I, that my team does is we actually have a subgroup and we share online content. So we share ideas every single day. If someone has a good post that they put up or if someone has a good idea or someone has some really great images they just took for you guys, it would be selfies as well. Like we're very into selfies and kind of sharing style that way um, we share with the intent that people will take those ideas and make them their own. And so I do kind of thorough trainings about how to, I mean, it's really hard to break it completely. Like I said, sometimes it's the only thing that people can really handle. So whether they're really busy or they're brand new, sometimes I think it's okay because I would rather them doing something rather than nothing. Does that make sense?
1: Totally, and I agree. I like, and I think that Casey too. So Casey's my upline, and um, for sure, when I first started, she was like, "Take whatever you need, do whatever you need to do." Um, I think because we are in such a small town and there are so many of us in this small town that, um, that's when it becomes challenging. Like I had a girl message me the other day. She was like, I just saw three of your
0: posts and one, one girl. And I was like, Oh, great. That's when it's, that's when it's icky. And I think the only that you can control is yourself. So Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I know some people are going to see my posts, but at least I know they saw them from me first. Yeah. And I try to make my posts so me. (laughs) Like, I think, like, I talk a certain way, and my selfies are obviously me or whatever, but I, like, I talk exactly like I talk in real life in my VIP group. So I think that as long as you do your best to make it so you, people, it's really difficult to completely copy. I won't lie to you. I have a girl that is blind on my team, and often she makes blind jokes in her. VIP group and sometimes you can tell when people copy and paste because I'm like um you're not blind (laughs) you probably should read what you're posting before you just go ahead and do it but you know like it's so funny right but I think if you also can like try and get people to get a rhythm going so inside this group that we do we'll have like different albums that will help make things easier for people so I always tell people start with a post around 7 a.m. And it's just like a good morning post. Mm -hmm. I don't know, whatever you guys would do this more like For you guys, you have all these amazing things that you do in the morning in your routine. So maybe it would have something to do with those. But maybe you could have a challenge that was like every single morning, post your morning routine into your Facebook group. And it gets people doing more, like putting themselves in there. That's true.
1: I like that idea.
0: It would be kind of fun, right? I just think that we try to be so professional in our VIP groups sometimes. And the truth is, is that's really not what connects to people at all. I think most of the time that I screw something up or I admit like that I'm not perfect at something, that's what connects to people. And even with like skincare and face and everything, I think a lot of people don't know how to do all the things that you guys think everybody knows how to do. We don't know how to do it. (laughs) And that connects to people, right? Like if you really showed yourself learning something over the course of a week and like you like taking the steps to learn, you'd be showing everybody else along the way too. That kind of stuff connects and sells in so much a better way than like promotions and all of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But I do like the idea of sharing because – I think many hands make light work. So there's a lot of girls on my team. Some are good at kind of collages. Some are good at videos. And if we all kind of look good at, and we all take it and make it our own. It, it makes life in a very busy, very inundated online world so much. Mm-hmm. There we go. Sorry. Okay, so. Do you guys have any other questions about VIP groups and stuff? Like any other things that you're seeing happening? Any other things that you're seeing work, not work? Um, in terms of posting,
2: do you like? Do you have us any like suggested times? Like you said, seven a.m. for kind of your start of the day. Um, and I know like Brittany's really good at doing a seven a.m. post or around that time. I struggle, but I'm trying. Um, so I think if you can kind of give us some pointers as to like, I mean, now everybody's going to see us all posting at two 30 in the afternoon, but I think some ideas of like what times are good.
1: Yeah. Um, and maybe like,
2: like I know, you know, eight, eight to 10 is kind of a prime Facebook Mm -hmm. surfing time. So that's a great time to do a live, but like, are there any other pointers you can give us?
0: Well, first off, very, very little of what I do is in real time. Like I act like it is and like, but here's the spoiler alert. Sometimes I plan it like four days in advance, a week in advance yeah, because yeah. I do certain things at certain times when I come up with ideas, it kind of makes it easy to slot into those times. So for me in the morning, I typically do something between six and 7 a.m. because my target marker is probably very similar to yours um, mm-hmm. is up right women are up at that time and i find women are kind of like have that idle time where we're getting ready or we're having our coffee before like the morning rash is six to seven so i do a good morning post around that time i also do a post sometime around 10ish i don't find those ones get a ton of traction so that one i would say is more of a casual i typically do some kind of casual like almost like a lifestyle post. So nothing specific to my brand, something specific to other things that my target market likes. So I like to focus a lot on like self-care and um, feeling good about ourselves and, and health and that kind of stuff. In the afternoon, I tend to do some kind of like um, advice post. So how to put something together, how to do something. Um, but light And very pretty picture. Mm -hmm.
2: I'll
0: do that around two. Like, this is all kind of like when I do a scheduler, I I just kind of like if it's already at 120, like 125, that's the number I'll pick. I just, so that it's kind of random, right? Like it's not two o'clock, Lori posts this every day kind of thing. And then in the evening, that is when I try to do my most important posts. Mm -hmm. So if I have like a theme that I'm hearing throughout the week, that's when I check in on that theme. If I'm gonna go live, that's typically when I go live. Now, let's be honest, I go live whenever my hair is done or like I actually have five minutes a piece in my house. So that's not always a science. But if I had my choice in my optimal world, I would be going live at seven or 8 p.m. at night. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like that's when she's now relaxing and she's now enjoying her night. Probably mm-hmm. right. more like eight or nine.
2: And then in terms of VIPs, like I, I know that a lot of people, there's a lot of people in our business that don't even have a VIP group. They just strictly run it on their public page. So it's not like a requirement. You don't have to have one, but would you say like four to six posts a day is generally what your page needs to sort of stay in the forefront?
0: Yeah. I always say two to five Okay. consistently every day. I'm regimented, regimented like Monday through Friday. And then on the weekend, I kind of just... Do whatever. I typically post some kind of selfie with like, hey, what's everybody up to today? This is what we're doing. And try and get chitter chatter going. That's what I, and when I'm running online parties, the timelines are pretty much exactly the same too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just try and think of when people have idle time. Yeah. And it's not really during the day, but I also don't want to not post during the day as well. So I save all the good stuff for the nighttime great. And again, that's in my perfect world. I'm not always like as perfect as I want to be <laughs> throughout the week too. Some weeks get away from us, right? That's why scheduler is the best thing in the entire world. And it's also why having like a theme or an idea like that you can carry throughout the week, like it just, it flows better. It's easier to come up with that, like something like, so I did white pants last week, how to style white pants. Well, Holy smokes. I got like five posts. It was super easy to just like find them and post the, like and schedule them throughout the week. So I find themes help me a lot. I know a lot of girls on my team and I started out doing this when I was trying to get more into a routine would do things like motivation Monday or something Tuesday or whatever, like, you know what I mean? Like have a specific theme for each day of the week to just give themselves that push to get consistent. I might be frozen yeah and that's how
1: I start my my morning post is usually some sort of a motivational something yeah like I try to keep my VIP super positive so that's how I want to like embrace the day is even though I may not be feeling positive let's just think that I am and show the whole world that it's great to be positive
0: totally and the truth is I probably scheduled that post five days ago so maybe I was feeling positive at that point (laughs) I try to keep them
1: very like centered to that day too. Like there's really funny weekend posts that are great for inspiration about how lovely the weekend is. And I try to keep it very like each day is its own.
0: Totally. Friday's fun and Mondays like motivational. Totally. And I think once you get into that rhythm, You'll even just see a quote like as you're scrolling Facebook and you'll be like, oh, this is a good one. Okay, well, I don't have a morning post for three days down road, so I'll schedule it here. Once you get into like kind of a rhythm, it, get, it just makes it easier. Yeah. Any other thoughts on VIP groups, questions? No? Okay. Well, that's kind of a good lead-in for both of the next topics, time management and favorite apps and tools. Um, mm-hmm. i hope you guys have been like have you noticed that time management is like my number one favorite topic in the entire world because i'm like obsessed with time management and um obsessed with like having um like schedules lists any kind of templates that make life easier so whatever kind of like spreadsheet i need like i that's just totally how I run my life. So I find for me when it's about time management and for me it's different because I work this business full time but whenever I plan something, I plan it with my team in mind knowing that they're working 30 to thirty to 60 minutes a day. So I like to try to tell people that if you can carve out the first 30 to 60 minutes of your day, that's the best time. Only because... It's so much harder to find that time later on in the day. It's like going to the gym or getting up and doing your exercise. Like if you're thinking about, oh my gosh, I've got to do that later, 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 you start to dread it. And more often than not, you get to the end of your day and it's just never happened. And then you're like, well, you know, the bachelor pad is on right now. And that's just way, or bachelor in paradise. That's way better than like working my business right now. Well, that's why I like to start my day with that hour. And then I like to do certain things on each day. So on Monday, I always work my personal business. And I think I gave you, I think I gave you my power hour checklist.
1: Yeah, and I'll send you. Perfect.
0: It's literally how I run my entire life. Monday, I always, always, always do my personal business. And Tuesday, I always, always, always do team stuff. And if there's no team stuff to do, then clearly I need to go out and do some sponsoring and building a team. <laughs> just saying. I like it.
1: What so, you, can we go on that for a second about team? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, sorry. Um, how, like, how do you find that you can motivate your team? besides like doing all the things. Cause sometimes we do all the things and that's such
0: happens. a loaded question, right? Because I, it act- is a very loaded question. I actually don't think you can motivate anybody. No, you're right. Like I, I, like, I think you can inspire people and you can like make them see what you're doing and see how, what you're doing works, but people are either motivated or they're not. And unfortunately for the most part i think they're not right like there's i always say sponsoring And this is analogy somebody else told me sponsoring is like a deck of cards you gotta you're flipping them over flipping them over flipping the motor over there's only four aces in that deck of cards you just got to keep looking for your aces and you got to walk with the walkers run with the runners so if you're if someone You have to know people's goals. I think my biggest problem in the very beginning of my business is that I saw too much potential in everybody. All I wanted was them to see that potential in themselves, right? And all I wanted to do was show them that they could make a million dollars. And but Mm -hmm. they they wanted two hundred dollars. So if I'm like trying to push them to a million and they only want two hundred, I'm scaring the hell out of them. Yeah. Right? Like I am like all over them. Like come on, let's make a million dollars. And they're like, Lori just need200 dollars. <laughs> so like you need to know what do they want out of it and then you need to accept it. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest part about being a leader is that you have to wait until they're ready to run in order to actually lead them to your full capability. It sucks, right? Like it sucks because I could look at so many people on my team and I think if you just did XYZ, you would have everything. They don't want to do X, Y, Z. And they're really happy where they are. And the truth is, if you build a, like an empire with like hundreds of people that only want to make $200, think about the magic in that. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's huge. It's powerful. So just look for lots and lots of people that want to make $200. eventually you'll find ones that want to be millionaires but seriously i like not as many as you hope and not as many as have potential to make a million dollars so i just do lots of things and i try lots of things if like uh, if there's an incentive going on with the company or a sale going on with the company sometimes i might say okay everybody gets a ballot for for a ma- every ma- mass that you sell you get a ballot between now and and for the most part i find product credit is the thing that gets people moving quickest i've tried so many different prizes and people just want more of the product credit i guess they're like they're in this business right for free stuff so it makes sense or i do lots of pacing groups so i do like during the fall is a big time of promotion for us so Right now, I'm running a pace to promote group. So anybody that wants to promote, I'm running a group for that where I coach them. I'm running a consistency club. So for the women that just want to qualify and be consistent every month, I'm pacing with them too. And have you guys discovered Marco Polo yet? No. Okay, so this is my favorite app for coaching. Marco Polo is the best thing ever for connecting. Have you guys ever noticed when you try to do Zoom calls, no one comes on? Maybe. Like tonight? <laughs> like, Maybe. It happens. I have a team of 700. It happens to me too. But it's because people don't, because they suck, but also because like they just can't show up at a specific <laughs> <time>. <laughs> So Marco Polo is like a video app where you can post, like you do a little video and everybody watches and you kind of just chat back and forth that way. It's awesome. Like we literally do it like no bras, like no hair done, like in our pajamas, wherever, whenever. I typically do it when I'm waiting for the bus with my kids in the morning. And I like, so we just did our conference this last summer and the women that came were the women that were in this one group chat that I ran last kind of spring because they all, and none of them had met and they all felt connected to each other. So it's awesome, awesome, awesome for like pacing groups and just kind of like answering questions and not having to answer the same question a million times. So I have tried it with like, People like when they're, if you do like a big push where you sponsor a lot of people in one month, try doing it with like that group of women. Yeah. Like it's great. Or if you know there's a few women on your team that are trying to pace towards a certain level, mm-hmm. wait for that. Okay. It's awesome. Just even just try it out between two of you for a little bit. You'll, you'll, you'll think you hate it in the beginning because you're on video. But you i promise you if you push through you will love it
1: i think we're all used to being on video by this point that's true you guys are much better at video than my <laughs> team is than we are than i am <laughs> going live is like your step into the business
0: that's true that's true so there you go this will just be another step but that's probably my number one favorite app that i use with my team and i've tried a lot of them like the voxer and like all of that kind of stuff. I just find this one is really easy to use, and I've been using it for probably a year and a half. Okay. Never happens, right? Like, normally you're on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. Other than that, what else do I use? I use SynShare like it's my job. Because I, like, if I only did one party at a time, I think that I would use um facebook scheduler and for my vip group i use facebook scheduler but when i like to run like two or three online parties at one time mm-hmm. so share is just the easiest option for me and
1: i like the fact that they have like other graphics that you can use too
0: they have come a long, long way in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And if you're not using Sinshare, I would like hop over to their Facebook page because they do tons of awesome, awesome trainings. Mm-hmm. Like every week they do a different training on something really, really simple about Facebook, but they're always really good.
2: But you can't do anything with Instagram with Sinshare, can you?
0: Now I think you can. I haven't figured it out. I use um, Plan for Instagram. P L A N N. Yep. There is no app that you can use that will actually post for you with Instagram. I know. It sucks. Like, I always feel like I could do so much better at Instagram if I could just pre-schedule everything.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: But I will say, if you're if you're wondering about Instagram, I think that the things that set you apart is having some kind of filter that you do on every single picture that it's consistent and then using an app so that you know what it looks like. So I like plan. I think planoli is another really good one. I started out with that one. I don't know why I chose the other one over the other. I think they're very similar and I think they're not very expensive. I don't even know how much I pay, but it's not bad. It's not bad at all, but I, I do use it a lot because, um, when you're typing out like the actual thing that you're going to write, you can space things better in the app. Whereas when you're actually doing it on Instagram, it makes you do it all in one sentence. Right. right. Yeah. So this one lets you put like the hashtags below it. And I like okay. it. And I can, in my perfect world, I would do a whole month of Instagram at one time, like play, do it on my plan and then just post it off. How often do I live in my perfect world? Not very often, but if I could, I would. So, I would do like a, some kind of filter. I really like um, Jillian Harris's filters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but it, I think that's all you really need for Instagram. And maybe if you've got Cinshare and you can figure out how to use it with Instagram, maybe that's all you need is one program to do both. Just you know how sometimes when you use something for a long time, you just do what you know because you're don't have time to figure out something new yeah that's where i'm at right now with that no time to play no time to play around with censure right now though i should <laughs> um, so that's instagram apps that's my team app is marco polo um you guys use the other probably the best app that i use in terms of actual business is the quickbooks for small business app It's amazing. My taxes literally take me probably two hours to do. Maybe a little longer, but considering like, I do this full time. Oh, am I frozen? No, I don't think so. Okay, so QuickBooks for small businesses is five bucks a month. You can literally take a picture of all your receipts put it in there. You don't need to keep the receipts and it categorizes all of it for you right into it. So at the end of the end of the year, you just pull up the spreadsheet, like pull it and send it to your accountant. Wow. It's genius. It's genius. I've tried tracking it all on my own and it gets crazy. And it even will do the kilometers for you if you want to. Oh, I don't do my kilometers that way, but still you could easily do it that way so that is the like if you're like if you're just if you're a hobbyist probably doesn't make sense but if you're doing it for real and you want and you really want to track everything so writing off every kind of dinner you have out like writing off any kind of receipt like you're at staples and you buy a couple things take the picture categorize it throw it in there don't think about it again until the end of the year it's amazing 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 then you're not like sitting there with your soapbox at the end of the year like oh this goes in this category this and this this and this and then adding them all up like and wanting to shoot yourself <laughs> what else do i use on here let's see probably just the same as what you guys would typically use right i use oh no i use pic collage pick monkey. Canva, and that's pretty much it. Love Canva. I know, Canva is the best for making easy, easy, easy graphics.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is there any kind of area in your business where you're wondering about kind of, oh, and um, Audible. Audible is probably my number one used app, like for listening to books. Yeah, I'm huge for listening to books. I feel like our team is very, our team
1: is very good at personal development. Like, I think we all know if we're ever stuck and like don't have something to listen to, we can ask one of us and we'll find something. Usually, it's you. So, <laughs> um, we're pretty good at that, and I think that's like the first thing.
0: Like, it's very closely linked to how successful your business is, in my opinion. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, when you get. Better at those kinds of things, your confidence grows. Like, I'm no, like, I just can't listen to the radio anymore because I'm like, well, it's just wasted time. I could be listening to a book or I could be listening to a podcast and I could be learning something along the way. Because mm-hmm. also, when I'm in my house, like, I don't just sit and listen to something. So that's my time in my car or when I'm going for a walk or working out or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, like, I love, I love, love, love Audible. Actually, they have a challenge going on this week where if you listen to it every day, you get $5 off. Oh. Yeah. I kind of forgot to listen today, though, so I should probably get on that. <laughs> listen for a minute. You'll be fine. What? <laughs> uh, any other tools that I use? Not that I can really think of. Like Canva, I definitely use all the time. Um, but other than that... I I tend to use the exact, like, like I said, like I'm a creature of habit. When I know something works, I go back to that. I use it over and over and over again. I don't tend to reinvent the wheel very often if it's something that's working. And then I think the very last topic that you wanted to chat about was sponsoring. Is there anything, anything in that area in terms of sponsoring that you were thinking of? Anybody? I was, I was waiting for Casey,
1: but she's I think, like, more about, like, warming up. Casey, is that what you wanted? Warming up your market? Is that what you're talking about?
2: Yeah. So I'm, um, I'm currently on day five, I think, of a sponsoring thing with Fraser Brooks. Mm-hmm. And it's completely pushing me out of my comfort zone. And I just, I feel like it's really, like, I really struggle to... Make friends with people that I have absolutely nothing in common with um, so and what's really ridiculous they're like, we'll go into other groups, you know people that you may not know but that you have something in common and the only like other than like mom groups um it's Australian Shepherd groups which, is like, which I may or may not be a part of four of them, but it's like, April don't even laugh. Um, So it's just yeah, I find it really hard to like reach out, friend somebody, and then shoot them a message to be like, hey, we both like Australian Shepherds. Maybe we should be friends. Like
0: that just seems kind yeah. of silly. And I think and like this is probably going to go against what every other sponsoring person will tell you, but I think if it feels spammy, it probably is. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. So like
2: yesterday's challenge, I didn't do because I was like, I- I'm sorry, that's not I how think I do it.
0: A lot of those things are like they may have worked five years ago when everybody wasn't doing them. Right. But now yeah. they're what is giving this industry a bad name in a lot of ways. Absolutely. So I think that, I think that the idea behind the concept of going into groups where you're interested in things is bang on. But I think that you have to find ways to make authentic relationships before you ever mention a business. Right. Yeah. So yeah. for me, that's easier in person like so for instance let's just say like i joined my kids pta so that i could meet people selfishly i'm like sure i'm giving back to their their kids community but then i sponsored a couple people in the group and i'm at i've got (laughs) other things to do on that night right but then like or you look at like things that you're already doing anyways so my kids are now playing hockey so i will authentically meet people that way or Soccer or um, book clubs or gen- like real networking groups where everybody is there for the, the same purpose are amazing too because then you're not even trying to hide behind the fact that you've got ulterior motives in a way. But I think that sometimes when you're trying to expand that circle, it takes time, right? Mm-hmm. Like it takes time to lay the groundwork and to actually get to know someone to the point where you would say to them, Hey, I think you'd be good at this. Because how do you say, "Hey, I think you'd be good at this" if you just know what kind of dog they like?
2: Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think like if somebody went, I mean, we used to be like, "Well, t- you know, friend people that have a really good makeup selfie." But then those people aren't necessarily going to be good at the business. Like I think when I joined, my selfie was not like I didn't have one because I didn't wear makeup. So I, you can't make judgments based on what no. they look like or no. You know, and I think one of the biggest things
0: based on things for sure. Absolutely, Yeah. Yeah. You can reach out with compliments, but I think it's a different process. I think you meet people, you friend them on Facebook, when it feels okay to friend them on Facebook, right? Like if you, you meet them in real life and you go home and you friend them and then you let things naturally take its course. I believe that our businesses should be in our VIP groups, but I also believe that they need to be a little bit on our personal page like, let's say one, two posts a week, a week. So that these new people that you're meeting, they're going to organically see that you run this business. And then you're going right. to give opportunities to join your VIP group onto your personal page every now and then. When something really good is happening, let's say you've got a fundraiser within the company, you feel really good about, like, getting people in on that. So you put it on your personal page, you pull more people in. Like it's kind of like this funnel right where you're not scaring people off by sending them icky messages do you ever do like giveaways or anything to get people into your personal page or into your vip page sorry i've tried here's my thing about giveaways if this isn't going to be a popular statement that i make either um my problem with giveaways is that if you don't A, appeal to the right people, or B, get them engaged right away, you're actually going to tank your group, right? Because they're just gonna be dead weight. Your group is gonna do better if you have 50 people and 30 of them are participating versus 900 people and still only 30 people are participating. So I know lots of people that have grown very quickly by doing that, but I don't think that they're any better off. I think slow and steady wins the race. I, I just feel it.
2: like I've been stuck at like 200 for a really long time. And I'm trying to. over here.
0: <laughs> I believe that online parties are your way to. Yeah. De- grow your group organically. And I don't think it has to be like a party per se. Like you guys have these services that you can teach. So what if like two times a month you taught a different workshop inside your VIP group. That you shared on your personal page, and you shared in some local groups, and you had the people already in your group share to win a prize. Right. So we're learning today how to do a sexy eye kind of thing. They share the link to your VIP group, and whoever wants to joins. Whoever wants to check out the workshop. The key there is you've got to have a compelling workshop. Yeah. yeah. And a workshop can be ten minutes, a ten-minute video. Right? Like it doesn't have to be something like massive, but you're going live anyways. Why not figure out a way to use that to pull more people in? And mm-hmm.
1: also, for everybody else besides Lori, her um, workshop on online parties is really, really good. That's the we'll snap out of my rut um, work, like party thing I did in May yeah. that almost got me to green, all from Lori. Yeah,
0: thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. my jam. <laughs> But I just think you have to think of ways that actually feel good to you because I don't know about you, but like when I get that, like, uh, feeling, I know that I just can't do it, Mm -hmm. Like, there's, there's pushing yourself outside your comfort zone and then there's pushing yourself to being the kind of consultant that you don't want to be. Yeah. Right. Like, and, and the world does not need any more of those. There's enough. Yeah.
2: And I think it's funny, like I've been observing, there's somebody on this call that I've been observing for the last week. And it's crazy how, when you start to run your business, like, like you, like it's all you, how your interaction goes up, how you, you know, more people are interested, your posts get more things going on back and forth. So, and I feel like for a long time, I sort of swayed away from that. So I think because you do start
0: professional and saying all the right things, right. Yeah. But, you can feel it when somebody loves their group and they love what they're doing. You can feel that. Yeah. And That's what people want to feel now. Like they want to have some kind of an experience or connection. They don't want to be sold to. So you have to be like sneaky about those like selling in a way, not sneaky, but you know what I mean? Like there has to be value in it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Does that makes sense. Totally. I know I feel like that's not hundred percent popular and you'll hear a lot of different things, but those challenges is like reach out to 10 people in this group. I think there's like, I think you definitely need to explore areas in your life where you are, but your business isn't yet. So like, I always tell my girls, like, think about the five places that you spend the most time. Do does everybody in those circles know that you run a business? Cause if they don't start there before you go out and meet strangers. Yeah. Right. And once you get them into your VIP group, that's where you, you are yourself. That's where you form these relationships. That's where you build the relationships. And that's where when you get that connection, you can reach out behind the scenes and say, hey, I think you'd be good at this. Or would you ever want to do this kind of thing with me? Like, that's where you will then spark those conversations. But I think you need the foundation first. Good. That's my take. You're right. Well, I didn't sponsor 100 people this month, but. Yeah, <laughs> but, anyways, I just think you just got to be you, and these businesses become unenjoyable very quickly if you're not being you. Yeah. You'll get further by being yourself than by being anybody else at any day of the week. Good advice. Thanks. I try. Uh, Any last questions before I turn off the record button?
1: No? Is everybody just tired? I'm waiting for the other girls to (laughs) ask.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm not going anywhere. You guys uh, will add you to the group, and you guys can ask me any questions that you want. Tanya and I are the newbies. We're just here for the ride. We're trying to figure it out. <laughs> I am impressed that there are newbies on this call. You guys are amazing. <laughs>
1: These girls are good. Yeah. You,
0: Love it. you know a runner right off the start. She should
1: Because, like, up. Tanya, are you, are you April? Are you under April? Yeah. So, uh, me and April are with Casey, and then Tanya's under April. So, it's just all Casey's girls here tonight. <laughs>
0: Atta girl, Casey. Way to go left, girls. Well, here's the I'm thing. i like, where then. are my girls? Come on. <laughs> they
2: were <laughs> here. They just had to go, I think.
0: Yeah, to the left. Yeah. And you know so what? You just have to keep showing up until everybody else starts showing up too, right? Like, yeah.
2: So that being said, though, we're all in a very small town.
0: Get that- outside that town.
2: How do we branch out? Like, Everybody, oh well my sister-in-law just signed up last week and my my other sister-in-law she just did this last week and I'm like wow okay yep. so it's parties we are small parties
0: well Party. I live in Pusslunch <laughs> and there is, literally is two. it's nowhere like okay. so <laughs> no, I moved um like a month ago and I didn't even and I moved 10 minutes didn't even change my poster code because like it's just such area and so few people live here and there's three people in my business that are significant leaders that live within whatever radius we never touch each other so here's my take on what to do when there's like too many people around you you go through your own social circle first right Mm -hmm. and you try to book through like from everything you do you try to meet people through those people and you keep expanding expanding that way and eventually you won't be in your area per se. Like I think you need to really conquer the online world so that you're not confined by geography. And number two, biggest piece of advice is just outlast the competition. People, people give up these businesses all the time, uh, all the time. And if you, if you last in this business, you'll be the last man standing in so many different areas. And that's all you really got to do is just keep moving forward in these business in little consistent ways, mm-hmm. and you can do anything. Yeah, most people give up before it ever gets good. True. And True. I found
1: a big way that I grew my circle was I had family members
2: from out of town too that did parties.
0: Exactly. So then I yeah, have all good. of their Online friends.
2: parties are the easiest way. Like I've just last month I did a couple parties two different parties, both of them, not like still in Muskoka, but not far away, but a- an area that I was never in. And now I've got a couple of orders coming from a different town. So it does, it's true. Like it doesn't happen overnight. Um, but I think parties are the biggest, best way to grow your network for sure.
0: Yeah. They're just the tried, tested and true, right? Like yeah. it's, it's work. I think we try to get creative sometimes in these businesses and think all of these like, I always see, and you know what? I've been there. I'm like, what's the get rich quick plan here? Like, what do I do to like, that no one else has thought of? But the truth is just following the business plan and, and following what someone else has done before you that has proven success is probably your best plan. Okay. Mm-hmm. So online parties, and then you're not constructed by geography. Right. Yeah. Outlast the competition. Perfect. You got this
2: the biggest, like Tanya, the biggest months that I've had in this business are the months that I've done parties and parties are not my jam at all. So Lori, I need all of your help with that. So I'm totally going to watch your, or listen to your podcast on that one. But, um, cause it's one area that I know that I need to grow because I also think that with online parties come sponsoring as well. And, but the two biggest months I've had were the months that I did more than two parties.
0: Your hostess mm-hmm. is your easiest yeah. sponsor if you want sales go book if you want a sponsor go book always 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 and if you ever want to grow your like vip group the best way is an online party say you did three online parties a month and each one grew your group by three that's nine people that's a lot
2: and you can share your vip into every party that you do and link it like I've done like, here, get a free mask sample if you ask to join my VIP. Like, yeah. it's super simple.
0: You, and that needs it's to, and honestly, it needs to be, if you do an online party, that needs to be your number one goal. Yeah, it's even not over rocket sales. science. Yeah, even over sales, you want people in your VIP group hmm. you Want You to grow your market.
2: I feel like I've gotten away from my VIP group. So this is very encouraging because I'm yes. way more comfortable in my VIP group. Yeah, but I feel that them. I've neglected them.
0: Your VIP group is where all the money is, as long as you're growing it and you're loving on them. Yeah. It's where everything is. I do probably 60 to 70% of my sales in a month in my VIP group. <laughs> and I'm not a hard seller. A big seller, but not a hard seller. You never bother me. Right. Like, I don't think I'm super annoying. so no. most- <laughs> But it's all about relationships, right? Everything in this business, whether you're coaching a team or you're selling to somebody or you're connect, it's all about relationships. You just be you and the rest will come. Those are my final words. I like it. I like it. <laughs> That might be the name of this episode now.
1: I like that. <laughs> because I feel like our industry is so... I don't know like you have to know how you to do makeup you have to know everything about mascara you have to know everything about skincare when realistically we're all like moms at home get through the day
0: business too if they didn't think they had to be perfect right you have a million more people that are imperfect than those are walking around with flawless makeup Mm -hmm. exactly yeah Well, what did you think? Did you love it? It always takes, and we talked about so many different topics on this call, so it's really hard for me to narrow down what my favorites were. But I did really love digging into kind of VIP groups and how we can get away from making them cookie cutter, making all of our posts and our promotions um, more about our personalities than our companies. And I really think that working with your team and showing them how to put yourself into your business is the key to online selling. We need to get away from the like, buy this, buy this, and really start engaging with our customer base, really start creating community and connection out there. I think it's what everybody is craving. And while I know there are so many things that worked really well five to 10 years ago, the world is like the online world is changing and there's more people out there offering more things. So we need to find ways to really set ourselves apart and let ourselves shine through our brand. There's a reason that you chose the company that you did. So kind of own that and come out in your VIP groups and come out on your personal social media channels and really share what you love. And I think that when you allow yourself to really come out in your business, that's what you're going to fall even more in love and you're going to find that success because I can tell you from experience, the women that I've seen that have really like found their own voice in their business are the ones that are out there killing it. And it's not to say that there's not a time and a place to take other people's ideas. I think it's great to take other people's ideas and make them your own. And then that can save a lot of, lot of time, but work with your team, work with your mentors and figure out a system. How can you help one another and how can you really come into your own in this business? So I hope you guys enjoyed that call Uh, and listening in on the behind the scenes of that call. I am more than up for doing one with your teams if you're interested. Just send me a message. I love talking all topics, network marketing. So hit me up with, and you know what? You can even ask your teams, put out a poll, ask them what they want to talk about. And that's where we'll focus. You guys know that we are headed into one of the busiest like retail seasons and this is the time to really dig into your business, get excited, set some really big goals for yourself and go out there and rock them. But the best way... To, um, to hit that map. Put potential is to set those goals now and to figure out a strategy and a plan for, to reach them. I would love to help you do that. So if you're interested in any group coaching, there's more information coming at the end of this week as I launch this coaching segment of my business, but you are also welcome to send me a personal message anytime or check out my website at lauriervin.com. L-O-R-I-E-R-V-I-N.com. Know that I am over here also rocking my own business with a team of over 700 women on my team. So I have only limited space. So I apologize in advance. Make sure you send me a message ASAP and we will set that up because I am excited to work with so many of you, work with your teams and really see everybody shine this season. I will talk to you soon. Thanks again for tuning in.